Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. I think it's Anyways, this is your daily financial news, one rental at a time. I hope you had a very fun and amazing weekend. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. This is going to be an important week. Really, all weeks are important, uh, but there are some things that I think we need to talk about first and foremost. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there are still some more STEMI checks coming out, right, folks? We know uh, the federal government sent out stimulus checks uh, as the pandemic got started. They sent them out again. What we are seeing now is there are actually states sending stimulus checks. I have a list of a few. I'm going to find the article again and post it in the show notes. Just so you know, uh, maybe maybe you deserve a check. I don't know. But for example, California is sending out stimulus checks up to $1,050. Colorado, $750. These are all up to. Most of these have income thresholds. Uh, but yes, more stimulus checks are going out. Delaware, $300. Florida, four fifty per child. Uh, that one is different. Florida is four fifty per child. Georgia, two fifty. Hawaii, three hundred. Kentucky, up to five hundred. Maine, up to eight fifty, and even New Mexico, up to seven hundred and fifty. The list is long. There are more and more programs coming. A lot of stimulus checks going out in the mail. Most of these appear to be income threshold and one time. Things. Most of these stimulus checks are aimed at helping inflation, right? The residents of said state are being hurt by inflation, so they are going to be given more. They're going to be given money. That is the whole thing of a stimulus check. And we know we know how stimulus checks worked out, but that doesn't matter. If you are in one of these states getting stimulus checks, make sure you get yours. Next, let's talk about unions. I have highlighted for six, nine months now that I believe we are heading into a decade, certainly five years, where workers, employees have the power. That is a good thing. It means instead of the CEO getting stupid raises, the employees get what is theirs. But let's not get it twisted. This is one of the reasons I believe wage inflation, which is a good thing, it will make inflation harder to beat. Rates will go higher and more importantly, stay there longer. I can't believe people are still calling for the Fed to pivot this year. There are people and it's a lot of the 1%. It is amazing to me. That the 1% is getting paraded around on TV saying, stop, stop. You guys don't understand. 
the Fed is coming for you. Now, the Fed is coming for the top 10%, right? The asset owners, but they're really coming for the 1%. You're supposed to be feeling pain. You have had a good run. Time for the 1% to pay up. That's just where we are. Higher rates longer, lower PE, stocks get hit. It's it's a whole thing. It's going to be a messy, messy 12 to 18 months. Hi, Sonny. How are you? Sonny wanted to come and say hi. I haven't shown him in a while. Uh, he just came up and climbed up my leg. So how you doing, buddy? There you go. Sorry about that. So again, unions, for example, UPS, United Postal Service, they have 350 um, union members and their contract ends in July. Possible strike. Airlines, 200,000 folks. Automakers, 150,000. Again, there will be unions. They will get monster raises, as they should. I'm not sitting here saying that's a bad thing. I am here sitting saying it's coming. Right? The railroad um, union got, what was it, 24% raise and $11,000 checks average. They hadn't had a raise since 2020. Their union did what was right for their members. The railroads paid. It's coming. So UPS, airlines, automakers, more and more. If you are an employee, this is this is much like the 70s. Get your get your wage increase. If you can't at your job, change jobs, right? Change employers. So more and more coming. China. One of the reasons I don't believe the China figures, I believe China is already in a recession, is how it's just that their numbers are garbage. But the reason I say this is because, again, we've talked about it in this channel. I'm watching North American companies who sell in China report horrible numbers. Now, there are articles coming out, one this weekend, talking about the Chinese consumer, specifically millennials and Gen Z, so the younger generation. They are now, they are now, uh, now it is now cool to be frugal. Let's see what we got. Hey, Kip, how you doing? Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, so again, the Chinese consumer, the engine of the economy in China, consumers are 50, 51% of GDP. North United States, 68%. So there's a little bit of gap, but still, consumers make the economy go. And when you lose the consumer, like the Chinese economy, you are, hopefully you know what I said, but it is over. You've lost the housing market. You've lost the tech sector. Now you have the consumers going, nope, I am not going to shop. I am going to save. I do. I am scared. What When the consumer gets scared or nervous, they retreat. Think about the United States. When we shut down the economy, go back and look at the stock charts, go back and look at whatever you want. Stuff stopped. That is fear. What you have in China right now is consumers basically saying, I quit. The problem, unlike the uh, March collapse in 2020, is there's no one going to come to bail it out. This could be a problem going forward. You could see China take 
several steps backwards. They have shot themselves in the foot and they loaded the gun and they're shooting themselves again. It is um, unfortunate leadership choices. August housing numbers. We've talked about August housing numbers. Uh, I just did a video that will be up at 9 a.m. Uh, in the video that comes up at 9 a.m., I'm basically talking about the housing crash has started phase two. Phase one was demand destruction. Phase two is supply destruction. So I won't get into that. The video goes live at 9 a.m. Uh, but yes, I believe the numbers that come out on Wednesday, so two days from now, will be the last good housing number for six months. I believe the August existing home sales will show a small tick up in transactions month on month. They will be down year on year 20%. I believe prices or values, median national home price will tick up, although very slightly. And again, these will be the last good numbers until March or April of next year. We have entered phase two. Phase two means no transactions, not no, very, half, half the transactions. Phase one, 30% crash. Phase two, from 30 to 50% over the next six months. The thing is interesting is I called the housing crash. It has happened. I am now telling you the second leg has started and we will see ultimately a 50% crash in transactions. The numbers on Wednesday, kind of the last decent number because rates went down to 5% for a little bit. The Fed week. Let's talk about the Fed. We have so many things to look at this Wednesday. We obviously have the Fed rate decision. I, again, expect 75, but want, beg, implore, prod 100. Hopefully that makes sense. I expect them, but I want. I want 100. We are going to get what's called the dot plot. The dot plot to many of you may be boring and uninteresting, but unfortunately, it is everything. I would argue the dot plot on Wednesday is more important than the actual rate decision. The dot plot is going to tell you how the Fed sees the future, how high, how soon, and how long. If you are thinking about a Fed pivot, and you want to get into the market before the Fed pivots or pauses, the dot plot is everything. I believe the dot plot will be higher than people expect, faster than people expect, and longer than people expect. I can't believe so many people on Wall Street still think the Fed will raise rates this week and stop. You guys are joking, right? How how? Just because you felt pain in your stock portfolio, you think the Fed should stop? Did you not just see core inflation at 6.6 or 6.3 or whatever it was? So sad. Next, will the Fed still talk soft landing? I expect them to. They probably should. Next, unemployment. Where do they see unemployment this year, but more importantly, next year? They have said, without saying it, we are going to cause millions of layoffs. I want to see them put a number on that. Are they thinking 4.5? Are they thinking 4.7? Are they thinking 5%? How bad, 
how fast I want to see that. Next, GDP. Does the Fed acknowledge a recession is possible? Do they actually say, hey, we may have uh, you know, a problem in the future? And then finally, when? When do they see 2% inflation? Is it 2024? 2025? Lots of stuff. This week for the Fed, it is the, the Fed rate, rate increase is almost least important. I want to know all these other things because, again, what the Fed will tell us on Wednesday, how high, how fast, and how long, that impacts real estate. Real estate is the most leveraged resource. If, we, if they go, you know, if they say, hey, we're taking funds rate to 6% as an example by March, whoo, it's going to get dicey. If they say four, four and a quarter, well, the market kind of expects that. So again, this Wednesday is going to be very, very important. The 10-year note, I saw it this morning. It said a cycle high. We have been talking about this for 10 days or so. The cycle high in June was 3.49. We beat it today. I saw it as high as 3.51. It may be higher, maybe lower. I haven't looked in a couple of hours. But the 10-year note is important. Once it breaks that, where do we go from here? When, when does four become an option? And then finally, folks, this Saturday, we are going to do a deep dive again. Lots of you talk about out-of-state investing. I have never done it. So I'm bringing on two experts, Millennial Mike and Brian Adamson. Both invest out-of-state. Both have created content for my course. Uh, we are going to start at 9.15 instead of 9, so a little bit later. We're going to start at 9.15. We are going to go for an hour to an hour and a half. Your questions, their answers. I will open it up to just like this weekend where we're talking to the CPA and seller financing. Your questions are going to drive the conversation. How do you find a property manager? What do you look for in a market? Whatever you want to know, you are going to have an opportunity to do that. Just like last time on Saturday, it will be for students. But just like yesterday, we will release it to the YouTube world Sunday morning at 9 a.m. So everyone gets a copy. What else do we have? We have AutoZone. AutoZone was the first earnings announcement. It, they beat top, beat bottom. Same store sales, 2X. So AutoZone, the uh, pandemic darling, is still kicking butt. Good for them. Deutsche Bank is calling. It's the second bank to call for the Fed funds rate to peak at five. That's higher than I expect, but certainly is possible. Uh, Credit Suisse is now saying the U.S. has a 35% chance of a recession. I think they are low. I think the chances of a recession are much higher, probably 75, 80, 90%. Larry Summers is out saying the Fed must raise rates faster to avoid uh, a large economic disaster. Lots of stuff going on. Again, uh, last things. Oh, let's talk about Porsche. Volkswagen is IPOing Porsche. I have to ask, why would you take a company public today? We are heading potentially into a worldwide recession. Volkswagen is a European company, I believe. So what I am thinking is Volkswagen needs cash. Why else would you go IPO 
in such a hurry. They are expecting the Porsche IPO to be 70 to $75 billion. I believe this is a sign that Volkswagen sees pain ahead. They want to raise the money now because they see next year, maybe the year after being worse. Why else would you rush this? I don't know. Let me know what you think below. If, if you're going to buy the Porsche IPO, let me know below. I just want to see who's going to take a flyer on that. All right, folks, it is Monday. I believe it is the 19th, but I could be wrong. Have an amazing day. Don't forget to do the work. Bye-bye.